Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the pod. Woo! We have a jingle in the works and I can't wait until we actually have it. We actually are going to have one, I promise. (laughs) And then we can actually play it. And Ishika's gonna actually be singing it. Uh, That's a lie. Oh god. That's a lie. (laughs) Okay. Happy Halloween. Yeah, we're recording on Halloween today. Mm-hmm. Which is very exciting. I mean, I didn't do anything Halloween related today, but it's so <laughs> exciting. I saw some That's crazy funny. costumes while I was walking around outside today. So people are really in the Halloween spirit. What was Bro, the people one you saw? are so creative. Yeah, what's the craziest one that you saw? We saw, I, mean, I saw like outside of my office building like a uh, inflatable patrick and inflatable spongebob oh my god <laughs> that's so just fun. walking down the street um, that it's inflatable <laughs> makes it so funny <laughs> wait you know what i saw on tiktok today you know i thought this was the best costume i don't know why it's such a niche reference when you have you ever gone to like the amc theater and then you know how they play the ad of Nicole Kidman like walking through the theater in a little accent? Have you ever seen it? She's like, she does their intro. Every time you watch a movie at AMC, it's Nicole Kidman like talking through in the beginning. Uh, being like, welcome uh, to like the movies. I haven't been to Silence the your phones in so long. Oh, See, I go to the movies a lot, to be honest. But she, like, I've been going so much since I've been, I love the movies. Like, I will always go to the theater. So I feel like I go a lot. But she's, like, basically will be, like, welcome to the movies. And, like, this whole dramatic speech, like, the movies transport you. And this girl dressed up as <laughs> Nicole Kidman and did the whole speech. It was so good. It was such a niche reference. But it cracked me up. So, so funny. funny. People are okay. so creative. I know people are creative and I every year when I see these costumes I'm like why didn't I think of something like that and so yeah. I just think of like stupid stuff like cat or devil and that's, <laughs> that's funny um, I don't think I, I saw many like uh, Taylor Swift's and Tra- Travis Kelsey's I saw TikToks but I didn't see any in person but also like I I had didn't really see a lot of costumes because I wasn't really out on Halloween weekend or like anything. So I, yeah, I wonder. I didn't see that many people I know. No one I knew did that. But also, as Masa mm-hmm. said last episode, no one we know is br- is blonde. So like, I feel like you need to look I like thought, Taylor to do that. I thought this year there would be a lot of Barbie, um, but yeah. honestly, I didn't see any Barbie either, and I was really surprised yeah. because I thought there would be a lot of Barbies. And Ken. so many Haley Biebers, so many Haley Biebers, yes. so many Haley Biebers. That's true. So many. <laughs> That's true. Anyways, um, should we get into the into our pod topic today? Let's do it. And as you probably have noticed in the first few minutes of this episode, <laughs> you've heard a, a third voice, <laughs> and you might mysterious voice. might be wondering who that is um well we have a very special guest back on the pod we've done an episode probably this time last year or sometime last year and we have her back on the pod so it's gonna be super exciting ria would you like to introduce (laughs) yourself a little bit just for those who haven't heard hello plenty and 20 listeners i am back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the real ones know the real ones know that i am back <laughs> those who have listened to the first epi um but yeah for those of you who don't know i am Monisan ishika's friend from Rutgers. um we have had so many crazy memories together we've been best friends since we met freshman year um and i'm yeah. so excited to be back and be chatting with them <laughs> yeah it's so fun to first of all to record with guests but then like that you're here it really just feels like we're on facetime like the three yeah I know. <laughs> it's crazy i love it <laughs> we were just chatting before we started and it and it feels exactly the same once we hit record too like we we're just talking yeah <laughs> yeah so excited you're on and me and manasa were you know thinking about what we wanted to talk to you about i know last episode we talked about the fact that you moved across the country uh for a little bit for work and kind of that transition of moving to a new city not knowing anyone and one thing that we really i think that really makes you unique at least in my perspective and something that we really wanted to pick your brain on is i think you're honestly one of like 
the most positive people that we know genuinely and oh I think my that God, that's so nice to say no of <laughs> course I told and, and I think that most so people cute. yeah it's so true and I think that most people that meet you can also feel that Masa what do you think I 100% agree I mean the yeah. energy you get right off the bat from Ria is like super positive super welcoming she'll say hi to, an- hi to anyone um like she's like very enthusiastic yeah yeah she will mm-hmm. hype you up like she's the oh my God. guys you know how Ishiga cried two episodes ago yeah. that's me this episode I will be crying <laughs> you keep saying things like this I'll be crying okay so we're gonna report to the episode as the one where Ishiga cried like before Ishiga cried and after <laughs> that's so funny but no like I think that's true but the, but also the other side of that is that obviously we all have emotions and we all go through stuff and adulthood is hard and we all have issues so we want to kind of you know talk to you about that journey and and how you've kind of been able to balance like all of those mm-hmm. all of those sides I guess um mm-hmm. and fall into that toxic positivity which I think can happen sometimes yeah because I feel like all of us like although we have so many positive happy moments and we go through so many highs like I feel like all of us when we go through something we'll all just be like you should feel it's okay to feel like that it's so valid that you feel like that it doesn't always have to be like sunshine and rainbows and it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows that is very true I don't think for anyone it's ever fully just sunshine and rainbows 100% of the time and I think that that's just you being human to be honest Mm -hmm. you can't always have sunshine and rainbows you can't always be happy and you can't always be positive like sometimes you just need to feel Mm -hmm. Um, and it's okay to have lows but I think that the lows is what makes your highs highs (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. that's true that's true so also sorry if y'all hear my dog barking in the back he's going crazy outside um <laughs> I, uh, I know he's going crazy outside right now but no, I, yeah i think he's barking at everyone walking by wait does ozzy have a costume side topic no he doesn't he doesn't that's funny because in our last halloween episode Mas and i actually talked about dressing up your pets but no he doesn't have a costume but i think i'm gonna dress him up for christmas maybe so we'll see <gasps> Uh, but yeah yeah Uh, so you might hear him in the back but no I think that is really true obviously but you know something else that we've talked about is like maybe when you were in high school you were you you have always been a certain personality type but you weren't able to maybe fully like come into yourself until you know and that was a journey for you especially throughout college and I think a lot of us feel that way um so I kind of want to kind of delve into that a bit too. Like, how do you think, I guess you've changed and how have you kind of like leaned into who you are more um, as as time goes on? Yeah, that's a really good question because I think that is so true. Um, I wish you two knew me in high school um, because yeah. I was so like, quote unquote, different than who I am now and not like... Mm-hmm not drastically different like my values are still the same and such but I think I changed a lot because I feel like I realized who I really was in college so in high school I was pretty quiet some would label me as shy I know Ishika always tells me that's not possible I once you both told me that I, I like can't even believe it <laughs> I can't How believe it I actually was <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back in high school, I was pretty quiet. I was pretty shy, pretty closed off. And the earliest memory I have from childhood is my parents telling, like, my family friends and our family, like, hi, this is my daughter. She's really shy. So she might not talk to you as much. So from then on, ever since childhood, I was just labeled as shy. And I guess I just thought that I was so even throughout high school I just was pretty closed mm. off stayed to myself um, and then the first time I moved away from home which was in college I realized I'm not shy at all <laughs> I love talking to people I love meeting new people um, and I think I just was able to fully be myself um, and I think that's where the change really came about I realized I wasn't scared to talk to people I think I was telling mm. myself I was scared because that's what I had heard um, and I'm not blaming my parents. Like, I wouldn't want to put blame on them. I think it was more just I didn't have the opportunity to realize who I was um, until yeah. I did in college. And that's where the change really came about. 
Do you feel like there was like a turning moment in college, whether it be like a specific experience or it was just like the fact that you were in a completely different environment? You like go to (laughs) class and you had to meet new people. So that was one I really tried to put put myself out of my comfort zone. I wanted to make new friends. I wanted to meet new Mm -hmm. people. And I wanted to make the most out of my four years. I did not want to go to Rutgers. Um, So the fact that I was going to Rutgers, I was like, okay, I need to make the most out of this experience. I need to meet new people. I need to get -hmm. involved. I need to really put myself out there because that's the only way I can make the most out of this experience. So it's kind of just like me telling myself. And then I don't know, I guess it was just the friends I made along the way. I think they really also helped me move get out of my comfort zone um I think all of you guys um you just made me understand who I was too I felt like you helped me find myself it was like easy to talk to the people (laughs) who I met (laughs) yeah I also think that when you're around a different group of people like when you grow up with the same people or in the same environment you you almost end up playing a role and it's not a role but I do think that we put on different hats in different situations right so maybe coming to college like let you start over in a way like you could be whoever you wanted because no one knew you or not no one but way fewer people so now it's like you know I I can just present how I want to present that is so that's such a good point I don't know I feel like that persona is also I've seen it in movies too or just like in things in general or like books when someone like leaves high school and they start college or they like they move to a completely different state or something like mm-hmm. that, they just like are allowed to just like be fully themselves because no one knows them. No one knows mm-hmm. their past. No one knows anything about them. Not saying that their past is a bad, but they can just fully be themselves and no one like can't really judge them. You can't really judge them at all. Well, you know what's crazy? That's how we should be living every day. Like, who mm-hmm. cares if people know you? Who cares if people know your past? I know it's really hard. Like, even I I can't do that. But honestly, mm-hmm. like, that's how we all should be living, right? Agreed. And you know what? Now that <laughs> we're talking about this, I think that's, like, a lot of maybe what I've been being bothered by lately in life, too. And I think in social situations, is like, a lot of people that I know, I've known for so many years now that I feel like I've changed. But maybe our their perception of me still is from when they first knew me or I'm still this person that when I met them that many years ago but like if I met them today I would be so different so I think that's something I'm dealing with as well again I think I've talked about it like I've never moved away really I've always lived in the same state Um, me and Marissa know each other we grew up together so we still have friends from like growing up so I'm so tempted like I've actually been tempted so much lately and I've been saying this to Manasa and Rhea that Loki I just want to move to a different city like and I I'm not even joking like I kind of want the want the that star, experience yeah, yeah I kind of want it but we'll see Ishika is gonna go to London and never come back yeah. she is going a one way there I'm so tempted <laughs> I'm so tempted it's a possibility. I mean she's going soon so maybe she might be swayed in a few weeks let's not see. even a few weeks this week I'm I'm going um, yeah in a few days but by the way yeah. we should tell the pod listeners that Ishika might have a British accent next time. <laughs> she's here yeah I expect to speak in the whole episode in a British accent. No, all of us know here that my British accent is horrible. Where no one wants to hear that. Okay, like it's so bad. Well, I'll practice. We'll see. Okay, um, going back to the point, Ria, about how you were saying that we really shouldn't care about if people already know us. People, um, if people already know. Oh my god, my headphone fell out of my ear. Um, people already know us. Like, how do you, how do you get over that kind of mindset? Because, like, even I, Ishika, was just talking about it. I struggle with that sometimes. Like, especially being in an environment that's like not too far away from where you grew up. Like, how do you ignore that? And how do you not really care about what people think about mm. you? Honestly, it's so hard. Even I care. Like to be honest, like I said before, yeah. even I care. I mean, everyone does um, a little bit at the I end think- of the day. I know. I'm really trying not to be a people pleaser. That was honestly one of my goals this year. I was like, I need to stop caring what other people think because I think I would just be so much, I would feel so much lighter. I feel Mm -hmm. like, but it's just a natural feeling, I feel like. (laughs) I think everyone to an extent is just affected by their surroundings. Yeah. Um, I think one way that I try not to do that is at least I try to think that life is too short um, to be worried about people who 
don't impact your life. And at the end of the day, you're you are the only person that's going to be in your life. 100% of the time, right? The people that you're around, yeah. you might see them a couple of times. Even your best friends, they might be with you till the end, but they're not with you 100% of the time when you're waking up to when you're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I like to think about it like life is too short and you know, you got to make yourself happy because you're with you 100% of the time, your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. liked when you said that like just feeling lighter. And I think that's such a, a good description. And I think almost that's something I want to go into, you know, we're kind of ending 2023 for the rest of my 2023 and for 2024. I think just that feeling of like taking off that weight of the expectations we put in ourselves and what other people put mm-hmm. on us as well. And yeah, I think it is, it's hard to do that. I think it's funny because Manasa and I, people that know you, like when we look at the way you interact, we don't think that you're, you know, you're, you're conscious because you come off so carefree. But who, you know, I think it's so funny how we perceive ourselves versus how other people perceive us as well, uh, which is a really interesting dichotomy. And I think like, here's an example of like when I always feel like that, when there's too many plans and I'm forced Mm. to say no to something, I'm the type of person where I need some time to myself on the weekends. I just need it. And I think that's something that I've learned throughout time because I used to jam pack my weekends. I live at home. So the only time I see people are normally on the weekends. Um, So there's normally back to back to back plans. And I think honestly, this past month, I've been realizing I need some time to myself. I need some time to myself. And that's just a personal choice. I need at least like Sunday afternoons to myself. um, And I think that'll rejuvenate me for the week. Um, And that means saying no to plans. That means not hanging out Mm -hmm. with people. And then I fear that what if they don't like me because I'm rejecting their plans? What if they get mad at me because I'm not going to something? What if they think that I'm not making an effort? And that's something that I'm still learning to do. Um, Yeah, yeah, as a people pleaser myself, I completely... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, me and Ishika... Yeah, me and Ishika really delve into this topic like two or three episodes Mm ago. But I completely relate to what you just expressed because even me and Ishika were talking about how like having to say no to things can be tough because like Mm -hmm. sometimes choosing ourselves and choosing who what we want and what we want to do it comes at the cost of like saying no to the people we love but then Mm -hmm. it's it's like having to remind ourselves if they love us and they're going to stay in our lives and if they want to stay in our lives they'll support they'll want you to take care of yourself they'll want you Mm -hmm. to have that alone time so that when you see them next they'll actually be able to give you that energy Mm -hmm. and I think also like it's about how you say it yeah (laughs) I think it's about how you say it there's this really good TED talk I watched a while ago and I don't remember the name but uh, when I find it I'll link it on the pod description pod in the Instagram uh, when this episode comes out but it talks she talks about how to say no respectfully and I think it's such a powerful thing. Like saying no mm-hmm. isn't disrespectful as long as you say it, mm-hmm. especially for social situations. If we say it in a timely manner, in a nice way, that's not disrespectful, you know? And I think it's reframing reframing no as not a bad mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's saying yes to yourself. It's not, it's not a no for everything. It's yes to something mm-hmm. else. And I think mm-hmm. also when you talk about like, social situations and I think I've been feeling overloaded as well I think we lose the quality time also when we're going to so many things and I think that can also make you feel sometimes anxious because I think sometimes when I go into social situations one practice I like to do is just like take a second and just like center myself before you go in because I feel like you can just get so caught up in what people think about me what's going on all the stuff and it's just important to center yourself remind yourself what's important and when you're going through all the motions you kind of forget that centering that you get when you have that alone time or when you can take a second and be mindful which is important even socially I think And you know what's crazy though like social situations also have a way of like bringing you up as well you know what I'm trying to say? Like if you're around yeah. like so many people who are like so hype, they're like ready to spend time with you, um, you yourself become rejuvenated kind of mm-hmm. and you don't feel drained. So it's kind of crazy how social situations can be draining, but at the same time, they're not. They're so much fun. It's just finding mm-hmm. that balance. Yeah. yeah. Picking and choosing where you can 
and when you can't. Yes. Um, Finding the balance. And that just I loved awareness, I think, like learning that about yourself, what you're okay mm-hmm. with and what you're not, and what your boundaries yeah. are. And everyone's boundaries are different as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved, Ishika, what you said about like respectfully saying no. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you see that again? Or was it like an Instagram quote? It's a TED Talk. It's a TED Talk, which I okay. need to find. I'll link it on our Instagram for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was a TED I Talk I watched a while ago. Helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could give anyone listening like some tips on like how to do that. Because I feel like I would, I'm going to even watch it once mm-hmm. Ishika posts it's it. Yes to yourself. <laughs> right yeah so yes, yes to yourself, yes to yourself. Yeah. exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly it's like you're able to give so much love to other people and that comes so easy to us and so naturally mm. to so many people but like to give that same love to ourselves sometimes can be hard um so yeah and it's funny I think Mas and I also talked about recently how we feel like our social dynamic shifting things are changing and I think that's another aspect it's like I want to socialize differently now and I've been feeling it recently where I like even like when it comes to I think of money when it comes to time and all this stuff I just yeah. feel differently than what I did a little bit a little bit ago socially and I think this is such a silly example but it's like a lot of our friends birthdays right and I think that mm-hmm. a lot of the time we default to doing like an open bar and now I'm like I don't really know if I want to drink all night or spend that much money on alcohol and so I think I just want to socialize start to socialize differently and not that not that be the norm anymore so I think it's like Mm -hmm. also just us kind of going through different phases and learning what that means to us as adults yeah 100% I mean we're also changing in the way that like we're all doing our own things now which Mm. I think for all three of us um especially since we like lived so close to our college town a lot of our friends just tend to be in the same similar environment Mm -hmm. so like now I feel like we're hitting that phase where like or hitting that year point where like everyone's kind of like doing their own thing or like getting into relationships or spending more time with family and we're all just like I don't know how to explain it like it's like it's growing up yeah (laughs) that's crazy that you bring that up because I was literally thinking about that this morning I was really? thinking that, yes, I was literally thinking that it's so crazy that this is the first time in my life I feel like people, my bestest friends can't relate to one another because everyone is doing something different. And it's actually mm-hmm. so crazy. Like all of our jobs are different. Some of our friends are like thinking of doing their MBA. Some of our friends are like getting certifications. One of our friends just got her CPA. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Divya, if you're listening. <laughs> Um, all of our friends are on different career paths, doing different things. Like some people are moving away from home. Some people are moving close to home. Some people are staying at home. And it's just everyone has different goals in life now. So it's very hard to, like in college, everyone was doing the same thing. You had the same classes. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have the same mm-hmm. classes, you had the same timings around. You were just taking <laughs> classes, doing extracurriculars, and then planning to graduate. But now everyone's mm-hmm. goals are a little shifted. Some people, again, like want to do MBA. Some people want to just get promoted. Some people, I don't know, want to move away from home. Some people want to travel. So it's just people doing different things. And it's crazy because even your closest friends are people that you, you know, have different goals than you now professionally. Mm -hmm. It is a little scary, though. I don't know how it's I feel like it's so hard. Right. The adjustment. (laughs) That's like, what? Your girl got a therapist just for that reason. I don't know how to navigate this. It's so crazy. No, it's really insane. It's a tough world. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, and also I think it's realizing like, what do we want our relationships to look like? Because I'm not okay with, like, it's like we have to be okay with all of us okay moving away, but I'm also not okay with not really being part of each other's lives. So it's like, what does that balance look like for us? Like, I cannot imagine not being ingrained, very ingrained in each other's lives. So I don't know. Yeah. It's scary. Like I'm imagining when we grow up, us having like houses next to each other. And um, going, like no. the trick-or-treating, like a couple years from now, a lot of years from now, is going to be said couple. going next You said couple? Couple? A lot. I had to correct myself. A lot okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, it's so funny because I think the uh, like one time – 
someone asked me like where do you want to live when you're older and I was like honestly yeah there might be cities that I like but I just want to be where my friends are because it really doesn't matter I feel like physically the cities are similar at the end of the day yeah you might like Mm -hmm. one over the other but I really feel like the the community is what the different differentiating factor is for sure so I really hope that all of us can find a way to be close like location wise I really Mm -hmm. really hope so yeah or even like finding i mean when we went to martha's vineyard last year we talked about having like something there like a house there mm-hmm. that we all go like the summer oh, like Marty a tradition you know yeah. yeah like even if we can't be so close to each other like having something that like brings us together every year would yes. be totally like crazy that's totally. something that we need to do we need to promise ourselves that we do something like that in the future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i think that would be really cool and like if when one day many years down the line when we have kids yeah. <laughs> um they would be friends too yeah, yeah. we would I force know. them to be i'd be forced them to be besties you have to <laughs> if ria's daughter is bothering you i don't care be her best friend <laughs> Like, no, she's not. <laughs> she's your best friend. No, that's <laughs> gaslighting our children. That's funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but <laughs> I wanted to kind of go back to what we were talking about, like what we kind of started talking about at the beginning about positivity and how like we feel like you're, you know, you're a very positive person. What do you think your journey has been like with that? Do you, How do you view yourself? Do you view yourself as a positive person? And like, I guess... Has it always been easy for you? Is it easy for you? What is that experience like? Um, so I do consider myself a positive person. I think I do have a pretty positive outlook on life. I try to see the good in most situations. That's not all the time. Like, that's definitely not all the time. I definitely have my low points. Um, mm-hmm. There's times where I'm so stressed. There's times where I'm literally crying. I think, Monica, we were talking about yesterday how we cry so much. And it's just yeah, natural. Like, sometimes you just need so I it's not always that I'm positive but I like to just try to take every day and try to find something positive out of it or every situation and try to find Mm -hmm. something out of it Um, one thing that I do every day that I think has actually helped me is I write down a high and low of every day I don't know if I actually have told you guys this you've told me this but I know that you still did it I knew that you did it at one point like this practice that I started about like two years ago and I just write down every single day a high of my day and a low of my day and sometimes Mm. I just look back in the past like what my highs and lows were and it's crazy to think about like some days my high is just something so small because I can't find anything good and that's okay because someday my low is something so dumb because I can't Mm -hmm. find anything so I think it comes in waves I like that's something that I do I try to find something good out of every day Well, I feel like not to, I feel like you have grown so much since college. I mean, taking, because we, (laughs) we, I mean, we all three of us, like we've taken exams together. We've studied together. Mm -hmm. We've done the thing. We've been (laughs) so stressed out together, like so much. And I feel like I've seen you just like grow as a person. Like I don't see that stressed out Rhea as much anymore than I did (laughs) then. And it's, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like you've it's just really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Marissa. <laughs> That's I know true. I'm just, you're just complimenting you. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> no, that you. is That's true. Nice and I think also, I think one thing I really, I think one thing I've admired about you and one thing I've learned in my journey is that, yeah, we all have the emotions, but I think something I struggle with sometimes is the emotions being kind of sticky like the bad emotion not not being able to let go of it as easily and I think it's been like like watching you I think what I realized is it's I used to and you know what this is something I've struggled with in my journey for sure is thinking that why am I sad everyone's always happy and I realized it's not that everyone's happy it's first of all how you present how you deal with it and I think that's been also my understanding it's like it's I think you're really good and this is from my outside perspective mm-hmm. at maybe feeling something but then not letting it affect everything else you know like kind of moving on from it when you need to and that's something that I've struggled throughout with and like I'm still on a journey with like I think things are just emotions just a little stickier for me if that makes sense no Mm -hmm. yeah that definitely makes sense and I think that it's just hard like emotions are just difficult and everyone deals with emotions differently um 
So never beat yourself up about feeling something for too long because there's no such thing as too long. It's just you moving slowly. Yeah. That's true. I Someone posted something on Instagram the other day and it said you only feel an emotion biologically for 90 seconds, like in your body. You're only feeling that feeling for 90 seconds and the rest of it is is like the aftermath or like you thinking about it or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that also has been like helping me kind of shift my perspective why I always is to think that like it's so like you know it's so hard for me to do this or I and now mm-hmm. it's helping me realize that I'm the same as everyone else like it's it's a little bit yeah. and I think it's it's just a fine line between it being a choice of letting things go and letting yourself feel which is something that we yeah. all have to figure out for ourselves as well yeah and I think even going off of your point Ishika about like helping us feel like not alone even just like our 30 minute conversation right now we've brought up topics where like we didn't know each other felt a certain emotion Mm -hmm. and we're like Mm -hmm. oh my god I feel the same way and Mm -hmm. it like helps you realize that like the people that are so close to you literally feel the same way you do and you're Mm -hmm. not alone in the feelings that you're feeling so it could be so beneficial to even just like talk to someone talk to your best friend about how you're feeling they might be able to like validate your feelings and be like oh my god me too you're not alone especially in adulthood when things are lonely and we feel like we're doing the like so many different things that other people are not doing at least mm-hmm. our like emotions and like certain things could help you feel a little bit less lonely that's so true Monica. there's so much peace and like relatability yeah um, you just feel good when you can relate to someone it makes you feel yeah. at peace honestly mm-hmm. agreed and i think it's again like going back to this idea that we are all living the shared human experience yeah we all are different people but at the end of the day we all have the same emotions we all bleed the same way and that yeah. you know we we can relate to each other on that and mm-hmm. i think i will talk about this i can talk about this forever i really believe this is one of the ways that i've been negatively impacted by social media in my life it's like, yeah, everyone's always like it's a highlight reel. And I think it's like a it's a phrase that people use, but I really felt that. Like I think it took me a long mm-hmm. time to realize that as a 20-year-old or as a teenager who doesn't really have a lot of problems in their life, I'm allowed to feel stressed out or anxious or sad or depressed or upset. Like those are things that can still that are still normal to feel because I didn't know that they were, genuinely. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, social media, I really feel like that's a negative impact that it had on had on me personally. Yeah, a lot of what we see online and people are what what people are doing just isn't exactly what is actually happening and how they're actually feeling. Because everyone, as much as people are trying to be real, and a lot of what TikTok is made for is like being more real. People do at the end of the day, they do hide a little bit. No one really wants to watch someone who's like always being sad. Um, so they always share like the most exciting parts of their life because like that's what pe- they think people will want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard to like separate that kind of emotion and not let it affect you though. Do you ever experience that and like try to push yourself away from that ever, Rhea? If you would like ever experience that from social media. So honestly, I even like TikTok, I don't even use TikTok. Mm. I know like sometimes you guys make TikTok references and I can't relate. I'm like, which TikTok are you talking about? Um, And I don't know. I just really have tried to shield myself, at least from TikTok. I use, I still use Instagram and such, but I try to stay away from social media because I know I'll start comparing myself. Um, I know that's just how I am if I see someone doing something that's so cool I'm like why am I not doing that they're my age they're like traveling the world like why am I not doing that or they're doing this they're doing that and that's just a natural feeling so that's just something that I try to avoid but yeah it definitely does impact me like whenever I see people again doing things I'm like I should be doing that but it's Mm. that comparison that I think kills the joy you know you just have to live your life for what it is because like no one's life is 100% how it looks on social media like you both were saying. Um so mm-hmm. comparing to that is just it's just not realistic, but it's hard to it's hard to realize that honestly and it's hard yeah, when you I've, see that and you want to you want to experience that yourself. Yeah. I've spoken to people that are like a little bit older, like maybe in their 40s, mm-hmm. and like 30s-ish at work and like in other things in the city. And they were just talking about like our generation and how we're just like so 
like perfect. And so routinely, she's like, one of my coworkers was like, I never had a morning routine at 24. Like what the heck is a morning routine? (laughs) And because, and then I was just, it made me think and I'm like, we are all having these morning routines because we're seeing that everyone else is having a morning routine. And I'm like, oh my God, now mm-hmm. I need to have this like perfect morning routine. And she's like, back when I was 24, like, yeah, I had like my whole thing in the morning, but like it, it looks so different than the person next to me. And mm-hmm. that generation, I feel like it's just like so much more like free spirited and doesn't like really does not care about what other people are doing. And I just think about like, I feel like we lived without phones for a little bit. So we still have that little inch mm-hmm. of like not being on our phones. But for the generation like after us, it's just like social media is their yeah. whole entire life. I could talk about this forever, like forever, The mm-hmm. especially comparison. And I feel like obviously our our generation is struggling with this stuff obviously there's more anxiety it's like so obvious to me because the amount before you're only comparing yourself to your circle now you're comparing yourself to the whole world how are you mm-hmm. while you're trying to develop your brain develop who you are how are you not how is that not going to affect you i could talk about that i feel like i'm i have could talk about that for a, like a while it's crazy <laughs> right? like, what is the solution and you know what like, I think I think it is is so there's a there's a TikToker that I watch her name is Mary Skinner I don't know if y'all have watched her but she one time did a uh, like a TikTok or reel a while ago where she said no matter how real someone is on social media you're still never going to see you're not with them every second exactly right even like for example yeah. even your friend you are never going to know the every little detail of someone because you're not living as them. So I think personally, I think we need to shift our perspective as a society. Social media can be what it is, but I think we should start viewing it not as who they are, but as just like a presentation, which I think right now we view it more as this is a a representation of this person, which I don't think it ever is going to be a full representation, you know? And I've been seeing a lot of cool stuff about like the whole tube girl trend and how it kind of emphasizes how Bria, do you know what the tube girl trend no, is? No, I was just gonna ask what is Okay, that? so there's this so there's this girl <laughs> Another who on, reference I don't get. <laughs> uh, there's this girl who on the tube, London tube, like like mm-hmm. did this really popular video where she just like on a packed tube, like made a whole song, like danced and like did this whole thing, recorded it, and she looked really cool and it like went viral and now people are doing the tube girl trend where you like basically go into a public place and like do a dance or like do this whole like thing and people have been talking about how it shows how we value our social presence more than our physical presence like you're willing to sacrifice being uncomfortable for getting a good video because you care more about how people view you on social media than how they view you in person and it's such an interesting take i don't know wow ishika i've never heard that perspective because i always have heard the other side of that i'll send you some videos i was watching one today wow the other perspective um is the one that i've seen on tiktok is like I guess just the opposite of that like you only you shouldn't care about anyone else like just do whatever you want to do and but then that's a really Wow, you need to send me more TikToks about that. I'll send you it. I'll send you yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I think there almost needs to be a disclaimer. Like when you buy a cigarette packet, there's a disclaimer. We need like a warning here because I feel like yeah. it's getting so warped and I'm almost afraid like what's going to happen in years from now. Like social media yeah. has changed so much just in 10 years for us. What's going to be yeah. another 10? I don't know. It's so hard to predict because, I mean, we never predicted for this to even be like a potential job for people, and it is. Um, So I don't even know where it could even go at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, A new app, something, who even knows (laughs) at this point? (laughs) True. That's true. That's true. Um, But I think you made a good point, Rhea, too, about like not using social media as much because I think it's something I could really practice in my own mm -hmm. life. But then again, like what, like what Monica said, what if social media is your career? Um, yeah, yeah, that's that different. Cool. Yeah, but I, I mean, I've spoken to like content creators and stuff like that, or mm-hmm. not all of them are like this, but I think it's about creating boundaries about like what you okay. consume. I know a lot of people who will like mute so many stories because they're like, I can't consume all this content when this is like my daily life. I have to create. 
and I can't be like stuck up on like what everyone else is doing. Um, so it's about creating boundaries, whether it be like muting people or like being really particular mm-hmm. about who you follow. That's like the number one thing. Obviously, it's or not even be taking complete. like a week break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like cleansing for one week. Yeah, it's like taking PTO. Like yeah, you do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Apart from this topic, I know one thing that we're all kind of going through and which we you kind of touched on before was about like career. Um, how do you feel like your mindset has kind of shifted with what you kind of wanted out of your life when we graduated college versus how you kind of see it now? Because it's been two a little bit more than two years now. Two and a half. Wow, that's insane to think about. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been two years. Um, I think my mindset has shifted because I realized the possibilities are actually endless. The amount of things that you can do in this life, the amount of different career paths there are, there's mm-hmm. millions and millions and millions of them, honestly. Um, like we were just at our friend's wedding. Um we, me and Ishka went to one of our friend's brother's wedding and there was this lady that was um she was like playing the triangle or like she was just I don't know she was I guess playing a triangle right and that's probably like her like weekend job playing this triangle for weddings and such and mm-hmm. I'm like that just made me think there's so many cool unique like talents mm-hmm. that you can gain that you can make into careers Um, not only full-time but like just as a side hustle or something there's millions of side hustles also out there and there's also just like actual career paths out there and so so many of them in college I was a supply chain and marketing major so everything that I was familiar with was on the supply chain and marketing path I always thought that you could be like this type of analyst or this type of analyst but apart from that now I work in consulting and even within consulting there's so many different um aspects of it there's like strategy Mm -hmm. consulting tech consulting and within tech consulting there's a million different softwares you can learn Mm -hmm. so something I've just learned post-graduation is that the possibilities are actually endless you can do whatever you want I know that also makes it a little difficult because I'm at the stage in my life where I don't know what I want to do because the possibilities are endless but it's also really cool because it just makes me think that if I don't like something there's going to be something that I find that I like and that's what I'm holding on to yeah yeah you go also you go first no you go first I'll go after you (laughs) I was just saying kind of going off of that and just kind of explaining like how important it is to dream big and do hard things even when we think we can't the world Mm -hmm. is endless and if Susan next door can do the things (laughs) that you want to do so can you you can do big things you can get the things that you want out of life and you can explore fields that you never thought you can if you just allow yourself to do it allow yourself to open that door and allow yourself to just explore I feel like it's so easy Mm -hmm. sometimes to get pigeonholed and just get comfortable which people Mm -hmm. like like everyone to each their own but if you're someone who loves just exploring things, just allow yourself to do it. And you never know where you could end up just in a few months mm-hmm. or even next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, something I want to touch on uh, based on what Rhea said, like the possibilities. Bro, I feel like as a as a child of an immigrant and as a like a girl in an immigrant family and me being like like the first child, I didn't even realize that there were different views of success. Like I literally just thought that there was one way to be successful or yeah. not one way, but only like four. I didn't know that there were many. It's so funny because I'm always used to joke when I was younger. She she used to tell everyone that I knew. She was like, I used that she told me that there are only two colleges in the world, Rutgers and Princeton. She's like, that's it. That you're going, and I think it's like I only. My point is that I didn't realize what was out there, and I think it comes from they only knowing one version of success. And everyone in my life, everyone that my dad knows, everyone that I'm around, what Mm -hmm. I ended up getting involved in, follows that same path. So I didn't even know that I could make money. Literally, like I could be, I could be making money doing other things. I thought this was the way to make money. Like yeah, in theory, I knew I could. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, in theory, I knew I could be making money or it's a career, but I didn't realize it was like a viable option for me, if that makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, think about you guys doing this podcast. Would you have ever <laughs> thought when you were little that you guys would make a podcast? Like, that is so I mean, cool. I know. I mean, at that age, I mean, like Ishika was just saying, we're a product of our environment and like what we know. Um, the thought of e- even this being like a potential of something being more or the fact mm-hmm. that we're just even sitting here and recording right now. I never thought like 10 years ago, like yeah. this is what I would be doing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so crazy. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's why I feel like this journey is even it's even more complicated for for us when we have this like added kind of twist it's like not only figuring out what you want but then it's unlearning some of the stuff that we have kind of been taught or conditioned so for me it's like not only realizing what I like but also realizing like oh this is possible and kind of changing mm-hmm. my mindset so letting myself dream bigger if that makes sense yeah yeah and, and it's harder when you don't have a, like an example to go by right because when everyone around you is doing the same set of things they're working a nine to five they're doing this they're doing that and you want to do something different it's hard because who is your role model who is going to teach you how to succeed uh completely agree yeah yeah I think my biggest tip with like navigating that or just something that I've learned just by talking to someone else is literally just talking to other people and asking Mm. what they do and how they got there. Mm. Um, Whether it be in your office or like in your environment or wherever you are, like something as small as just turning to the person next to you or hanging out with someone new could like teach you a whole different career path or teach you a whole new skill that you never even thought was possible um I don't know that's something that's definitely helped me I was just talking to new people so maybe that's something that anyone listening that could help you guys too um Mm -hmm. but yeah talk to people put yourself out there and just learn um that's I think the biggest tool you probably have in your 20s And you know what else? I think that also kind of ties into positivity because hearing other people and their experiences and what they've gone through and like everything like that, it makes you feel more positive about your life. Like people change Mm -hmm. career paths all the time. If anyone is feeling overwhelmed about changing career paths or don't know what they want to do and you talk to someone and they've changed like five, six career paths and they're so successful, it makes you think it's okay to be lost and it's okay to be confused because this person Mm -hmm. I'm talking to is also lost and confused and look at them now. Mm -hmm. you know what I realized in the past two and a half years I think since graduating is actually that you never ever you never fully know what's coming you never do and I think when you're a kid right you at least for me I've always been I've talked about my anxiety like my hair functioning anxiety I like to be in control and that I think is a little bit of a coping mechanism for me so it's been a lot of it's been a process to be okay with not knowing, with living in the un- the discomfort and the in-between. Mm-hmm. And I realize now that is going to be my forever. That is adulthood. It's not knowing what's coming next mm-hmm. and rolling with the punches. I think when you're a kid, you're shielded from all of that. You know what your next day is going to look like. You know what's coming. And so much of adulthood is pivoting. You, you, it, that's, I think that is what adulthood is. It's just learning how to pivot. Because you never, you it's all, it's all it is, right? So I think there is some solace to be found and things can look different tomorrow, but also just trusting the universe. I, yep. again, this is something that I have learned so deeply. The, the only way to, for me, in my experience, I'll speak for myself, the only way I learned to get tr- through it is to just trust that it's going to work out because it has and it mm-hmm. will. And that's it. Trust the process. Trust the, oh. You could say trust the process. So. <laughs> it's not like Ishika has a tattooed on her. <laughs> it's so funny. Honestly. Like we we know what Ishika's tattoo is, but if a, a guy ever sees her tattoo, they're like, ah, you, you watch sports? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's, I almost am embarrassed to show it to guys because I feel like – I don't know if it comes off Pinteresty, or then they think I'm like, like trying to be like, I'm like, what is this? This is for me, and then I don't know how to explain it in a way that will make sense to you. I don't, I don't know how to show it to men. It's so funny. Next time, just send them this podcast and say like, this time, listen to this. Yeah, you'll understand my tattoo. Oh my god. Uh, 
that's so funny honestly Ishika, though similar to that my favorite quote is everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. it's so cliche mm-hmm. but honestly i feel like i always go back to that i always say it in my head every time there's something difficult i'm stressed out i always just tell myself everything happens for a reason like everything happens for a reason and it always calms me down mm-hmm yeah because there's no explanation as to why something happened especially when something goes wrong it's like why did this happen like I don't know what happened and like honestly like the best thing that you could say to yourself is like there is a reason that this happened it's okay but something good will come out of this yeah trust the process trust the process (laughs) I think that um for me it's like I think I've kind of struggled with that phrase throughout my life because like Mm -hmm. I, there are really bad times and sometimes I think it's hard to be like why did this happen to me or like when there's mm-hmm. death or something bad I think for so for me I almost don't think everything happens for a reason I think mm-hmm. that you just have to trust that it will be better to just mm-hmm. trust the universe is working mm-hmm. in your favor it might not be mm-hmm. good there might not sometimes things just don't make sense but it will be okay and the universe Isn't is working like a- toward you isn't that like a fate versus free will? A little bit. Oh. A little bit. Maybe. And I think it has to do with maybe what we've experienced in life. And like, I think it's our perspectives. But I think, I don't know. I just feel like there's there have been enough things in my life where I'm like, I don't really know why that happened. And I will never understand yeah. that. But yeah. I I can just trust that the universe is working for my greater good. And at some point, things will be okay. Even if it's not right now. And That's then it. everything will work out. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so positive to think of that mindset too and allowing good things to come to you too because mm-hmm. something about mm-hmm. just shifting your mindset into this like more positive outlook in life also allows you to realize more good that comes your way because mm-hmm. when you are in that negative headspace, you tend to just not even recognize the good things that are literally right in front of your face. So like mm-hmm. practicing totally. gratitude and allowing yourself yeah. to be like, you know what, like this is a good yeah. thing and I deserve it mm-hmm. will make you just smile so much more every day. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. That was a great ending to this episode. <laughs> wow (laughs) that was a good episode Uh, it was a really good episode I didn't even feel the time fly by the time really (laughs) flew wow I know thank you so much for coming on the podcast Ria yeah thanks so much (laughs) it literally felt like we were on FaceTime like 100% yeah that was just a really good conversation though I love talking to you guys (laughs) I think if, if there's one thing we can take from this is that we all go through like we like someone is feeling what you're feeling you're not alone yeah. in anything that you're going through so i hope yeah. help someone out there that was listening mm-hmm. if you're ever yeah. feeling down mm-hmm. just know we feel it too yeah <laughs> and we hope the little tips that we gave along the way help you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um as usual thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode thank you ria for coming on this week <laughs> as well um If you guys want any specific topics or any specific guests on the pod, definitely let us know. We've also been leaving little advice slash question boxes on our story every week because we've been trying to implement that into our like me and Ishika podcast episodes every week. So definitely let us know if you have any questions or like have any funny stories or just like need any any advice on anything. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) but yeah thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode go follow us everywhere and we'll see you next week Bye. bye bye